Hello everyone, and welcome back to Kay's Cast. In this episode, I want to talk solely about why I want to be a counsellor, and what has gotten me to this point. So, I think to talk about this, I'm going to have to go back to my journey in counselling, going to counselling, the start of it. So we're going to go back to 2017. 2017 was was an interesting one because I was working with my dad and it would have been between March and May all of this unfolded. So I remember working with him. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the... I think what happened that day. I was working with him. I think we were working on a car and whatever it was we were doing. I don't even remember what we were doing on the car, but I remember feeling so down and sitting in the car crying. And I didn't know what was wrong. I didn't know what was going on for me. I was just crying and I didn't know where to go next. I was helpless. And my dad didn't know what to do. And the day went on then and you know, we asked obviously what was wrong and stuff, but I didn't know. <laughs> so we I ended up going into the house then and I was down for the for the night. I was just felt horrible. I was whatever. My mum came into me. I'm pretty sure this was all on the same day. Uh, it was in the within maybe the week anyway. So but it was in around the same time, it was because of the same issue, I'm pretty sure. So she came in to me anyway and she says I have a number for someone. I was given it given given the number by a f- from a friend and do you want to go to this counselor? And at this point I would have taken anything. I just I would have done anything. I wanted to feel better. And this is the thing about me. I always felt like cuz I, I I always I struggled with like I was always kind of a deep person, you know, as, as when I was younger, and I, that kind of I always had a, I was a very emotional kind of a person when I was younger, and I, I I struggled with understanding myself up until this point, and I but I always kind of knew, and I always felt that people shouldn't feel this way I, from a young age. That that was what got me through because I was never really. I never, I was never into self-harming, that wasn't me, I never, like, just wasn't me, I don't know why I didn't, but it just, I always felt like this isn't right, I don't like this feeling, and there's an answer to this, I didn't know what the answer was, I didn't know where to go for the answer, but I knew there was one, so, anyway, my mum comes into me, she goes, does this counsellor, do you want to go, so I go, well yeah, I've nowhere else to go, so let's do it. So I went in and I remember talking to him and he goes to me and he's my current counsellor now, so I remember going to him and went or he went to me, he was like, So what's so what's wrong? How are like how are things like you know, we got to know each other basically introdu- introduction and all that kind of crack. So he goes and I go I don't know. And he went through a load of things, you know, like as a counsellor you have to ask certain questions and whatnot, so about abuse and harm and all that kind of stuff so I said no to all of that and he goes so so why are you here and I says I know there's something wrong I don't feel good and I don't like feeling this way but I don't know what it is and I want to help it I want to fix it that was it I want to fix it how do I fix it and that was a probably the biggest learning curve because 
I had to, I had to at the time anyway, remind myself, well, at the time I was convinced I had to fix it, but I learned over time then that you can't just fix it, you know what I mean, there is no answer for it, so, he over time then supplied me with ideas that might help me, different things that were, we talked it through and, you know, different things that might help the situation, and I love talking, because it was, oh my god, this person gets me. Oh my god, this is amazing. It's like meeting God or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it was it was interesting because everything he said, I understood it and I was like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Like, I understood it as in, you know, I suppose everything registered as in, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm not going to do that because that that puts me in conflict with how I feel and that threatens how... My ego once guides me, so I'm not doing that. And that's kind of the place that I was for a long time. Basically rejecting what he was saying. And then allowing myself time to digest those things. And over time I read books like um, The Power of Now he recommended and uh, A New Earth from Eckhart Tolle. And those books were like Bibles to me. Now I must read them again because any book like that, any book that you want to learn from, especially learn from, you have to read it like a thousand times, well you can, well not that you have to read it a thousand times, but the more you do read it, the more you're going to gain from it, because you're just not going to take all the information in, so, well I didn't, so, over time then, I did start to take on stuff, and I did listen, and I did want to help myself, I always wanted to help myself, but, you know, when it comes to things as you're growing up, like having certain people in your life or different, dealing with different situations and even never minding, like, how I felt about what other people, whether it be friends or, you know, conflicts with friends or whatever it might be, you would never mind any of that, but confidence the biggest one for me was confidence. The focus was I was so unconfident in how I navigated through life. Everything was threatening to me. Like everything. Talking to people. Stored through every line. You know, or buying something in a shop. I even explained in the last episode was, yeah, it would have been last, yeah. Um, when I was in working for Dunn's, I was terrified of it, you know. That was that was a year, and that was a year after state counselling. So, yeah, it, it was basically I was threatened by everything around me. Everything in my world was I seen as like, oh my god, I've got to fight all this, and it's just overpowering us. So, it was basically up until this point. Now I've been guided through. I've guided myself pretty much and had someone, had a counsellor, counsellor support and sometimes navigation. Navigation in a direction, you know, Uh, vaguely. But I kind of, I was the one that created everything, that, that built everything in my life. When I was going to my acting courses and stuff, he was the one to say, just keep going. You know, if, if it's even if it's too hard, just go, just go, just go for the 
just get it out of the way just keep doing it you know even if you're there and you're doing nothing just do it and it's weird it's got me to this point where i've i've learned so much from listening to him and from growing as a person and reading and literally just opening up my mind to stuff because it's that's that's for me that's what it's been allowing things to happen stepping outside of myself and just letting something nearly watching myself let let it happen and just feel how it feels and acknowledge my body and how it feels and don't react there's been conversations i've had conversations right and see this is the most fascinating part right where i've kind of like and this is just my own way of doing stuff right you know weird right but people would talk to me and i know that i'm tongue-tied and there was points it's so embarrassing some of the things and i couldn't respond i didn't know how to respond especially in auditions it was like that just couldn't say the words just wouldn't come out people would be like oh you're unprepared this down the other it's just like i just can't say anything it's crazy but um it was it, it, being tongue-tied and then having someone saying something to you and then you have to respond and you just look at them and I got to a point where I got really good at this where people probably just thought it was insane and you're just kind of looking at people <laughs> and they're saying something to you and they're waiting for your response you're just looking at them and you're like no there's nothing that's going to come out here you know and I'm completely okay with that and I'm just going to let that happen. And you're feeling the fear. And you're shaking. And it could have been like, how was your day, man? Like, some of the stuff, you know, probably not that crazy now. But, well, not that's not even crazy. Like, yeah, there probably earlier on there would have been, like, new talking to people that I didn't know. That was it. Just no way I would be able to respond. It was weird. But over time then, when I when I when I was doing this and I was letting it happen and I was noticing how I was feeling, I became so confident I became more confident because I was okay with feeling like this in front of people. And even though they probably thought I was crazy, I was just like, Yeah. And it, there would be like the awkward long pause and then everything would find its place and then I just speak. And it would come out then and it might not be perfect, but I'd say something and I'd feel good about myself. It was feeling good about the fact that I got it across. I didn't care about the fact that it took 10 minutes to reply to this person. It, but there was this, and I've done that for so, I've done that in certain situations. I'm not going to say I did that for so long because I didn't. Just like certain situations that would cause serious anxiety. I pushed myself in odd ways, like just no matter what it took, going out there and literally just. I remember one time that I was I was doing this course um, on firearm safety, and it was it would have been sixteen when I got the gun. Oh, sixteen wasn't it? This was before counselling. This was before. Oh no, this was this was before counselling. God, I never thought this. God, I was doing this before I went to counselling. So, but <laughs> so <laughs> she got. I never thought of that. So. This firearm safety course, I remember to fear. Like, this was... Whew. I had to go in here on my own. Obviously, the youngest person there. Like, most of the things I've ever done always end up being the youngest person there. And 
we were doing this training. I was six, yeah, I was sixteen. So I was doing this training, and they it came like there was like they had to ask they asked us questions and stuff. And I remember the fear sitting in the room, simple questions being asked me, and it's, it's, it's just stuttering, just couldn't get anything out. Or even the, your your man going like you know. He said it in a broad way for everybody, but he was talking to me basically. He was like, you know, nobody worry about the questions. It's not like you're going to fail this test. We just want, you know, we're going to teach you some stuff. You know what I mean? What not to do. Don't point at yourself, you know. But I remember even going on to a break then, and in the place there was like a cafe and stuff. And all the food was free and everything was free. So I remember going up because I, I had kind of talked to the, the owners before and they were sound and they just wanted to sell me guns so anyway I, I was there I was talking to them and they were kind of I, was, I knew I was bothering them by hovering around and they were like oh, go over and have a cup of coffee right your cup of tea or whatever right and I was like oh, okay and I was on my, I sat on my own I remember going up and getting my cup of tea and, and they were like oh do you want this or that or do you want do you want food because it was all free and I was like no I was terrified to even like the only reason I got a cup of tea was because I was terrified nearly like I was just I didn't know what to do I was like, oh, just get tea and just sit there and just pretend like you're just drinking. And in my head, throughout the whole break, I was like in my head, like, oh, I have to drink this. And it was complete fear, right? And I remember leaving then, feeling, and through conflicts like this with myself, I always felt like embarrassed after it. And that, that is, that's what ingrained the fear deeper in ways because I was I can't believe I was like that I was didn't have the confidence to do this and oh my god and oh it was so hard like but over time like I was so happy that I did it and I think that was one thing about me that uh, the reason that I got through stuff was because I did it if I wanted something if I really wanted something even if it wasn't like I'd always try it and I'd always like I just like because the fear, and I still I still have this kind of way of going out of it. I'm not completely afraid now, but, like, if there's something that I want, I'm going to try it. Or if there's something that I feel is not right, I'm going to change it. And even, like, if someone says, yeah, that's not a good idea, I'll take their advice on board. And if I really genuinely feel, like, directly there, that's not a good idea, I won't do it. But if there's a piece of me that kind of feels like this could give me value in a different way like you know like with jobs of being told not to do certain jobs just because like why would you want to do that job you know like don't do that you know what i mean job you're in before is better than that but i do it because there's an opportunity for growth in myself or i feel like there's something change or there's something there's something in it for me that's i just want to try because anything that i've done is not necessarily what i want to do or become so when I, when I started, so, where I am now, with all of these things that have happened, and I do, I've just given you brief little outlines of how I felt and the intensity to what it was that I felt in those moments, that it's just overwhelming. And completely just disorientating to a point in which a complete sense of hopelessness and just 
disconnection from the self, disconnected from myself completely, or integrated into my ego so much and fear and just like nauseating. You know, even thinking about it sometimes, you just kind of go, "Whoa!" Like, I remember at the time, like being, because it is you're trapped. I was trapped in myself. And how that brings me to where I want to be a counsellor, why I want to be a counsellor, is because I don't want to be a counsellor. I've come to this point, and I've tried things like acting and music and And I see counselling as a as an amazing opportunity to advance my knowledge in places that I never would have thought of before. I like I'm doing this course not because I wanna be a counsellor but because I'm interested in doing something that I'm interested in the subject literally I'm not looking at it like I want it I'm going to be a counsellor like I'm going to do that but right now that's not where that's not why why I look at it not because of the end result of being a counsellor I'm interested in the process and for me I spend my days thinking about life and you know actually spent I have something I have to work on I'm working on as well not thinking so much because I do spend a lot of time thinking and going over stuff and sometimes it's consuming and stuff and it's it's not good but what's interesting for me is this is a process this life is a process and I've become fascinated with evolving my consciousness into in, into a place that allows me to feel even more free and allows myself to enjoy opportunities that I'd never thought I'd have before. And I think the reason now that I'm doing this is because I've been in so much fear throughout my life in so many ways, so intensely. And I've pushed myself to where I am now that it's given me it's given me the power, the the freedom, not the power, the freedom to open myself up and realize that I can have anything and that I can become anything, that I can do anything, you know? And hence why I'm doing this podcast. Like, I, I know this is me opening up about so much stuff and there's not many other people doing it and... The reason that I'm doing this podcast is for the very fact that, like, what you're hearing for this information. And I'm literally just talking about me, talking about life, because that's what's real, you know? That's And that's what it is. And there's, hey, who knows? People might listen, people might not. People might take something from it, people might not. I don't know. But for me, it's just, it's interesting. Because everything's interesting. Everyone is interesting. This... The world, and that's, and that's another reason why I want to be a counsellor, because 
like it's so fascinating talking to people everybody has such different experiences such different lives and it's it's mind-blowing really really is and I want to be support and there for others in real time in real life and for myself and that's the thing I always say as well anyone who knows me says that I always knows that I always say look after number one and what I mean by that is look after number one and two and three will follow if you look after number one you're true to yourself and that doesn't mean be ignorant to others and that that was another learning curve but Look after yourself. I look after myself, honestly, and I try to look after myself the best I can for the time that I'm in. And through me being better and happier in myself, everyone else can benefit from that. Because you want to give more. We're given beings. We want to help others. And the better I feel in myself, the more I want to help others. So, yeah. That's the end of this podcast. And I hope everyone enjoyed. I'm really interested on what people may or may not have to to say about what I've said in this podcast. Um. So yeah, thanks for listening. And I'm going to talk to you in episode four.